Hi, I'm Jordan. And I'm Chris. We love film reboots. Uh, maybe some of them. I find your lack of faith disturbing. We love reboots so much, we decided to make a podcast about them. You can do it! Every week, we'll dive into a different film and its reboot. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! We'll talk about the pros and the cons. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! And at the end, we'll decide if the reboot holds up. You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. This is the Reboot Rewind. And welcome to the Reboot Rewind. I am Chris. And I'm Jordan. Buddy, well, welcome back. We are, we're talking some dinosaurs today. Dude, I am so excited. Uh, not, not, not many people notice, but uh, the original Jurassic Park film is by far one of my favorite movies of all time. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's damn near perfect. But that's all I'm going to say right now. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, for those of you listening for the first time, this is the Reboot Rewind, the podcast all about movie reboots. Uh, each week, we'll talk about a movie and its reboot and essentially pick what, which one we think is better. Does the reboot hold up? And, uh, you know, we'll have some awesome conversation conversation along the way. Uh, so today, we're going to be talking uh, Jurassic Park, came out in 1993, and also Jurassic World that came out in 2015. Now, technically, Jurassic World is a sequel, but... It, it had been 20 years since the original Jurassic Park, uh, so I'm treating it as a reboot, because it kind of is. I'll start off by giving you some movie facts, and then Jordan, I'll throw it over to you for some first impressions. All right, Jurassic Park came out in 1993. It was directed by the great Steven Spielberg, produced by Kathleen Kennedy and Gerald R. Molin. It was written by Michael Crichon, Critton, uh, and David Lope. I'm butchering these names. Uh, it stars Sam Neill as Dr. Alan Grant, Laura Dern as Dr. Ellie Sattler, Jeff Goldblum as the funny Dr. Ian McMa- uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, and Richard Attenborough as John Hammond. Jordan, uh, what are your thoughts on Jurassic Park? I don't know if you know this, Chris, but Jurassic Park was my first movie theater going experience. Back when this movie came out in 1993, I saw this movie with my family in a drive-in movie theater. Yeah, drive-in. It's crazy to think that. Um, I know a lot of people, when you think of drive-in today, we think of the pandemic because a lot of movie theaters were closed for good reason, obviously, for safety for safety precautions. I don't have any recollection when I first saw it in the theater because I actually fell asleep in the back in the trunk. Not, not in the trunk, but like in, in the back Wait, 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 wait. Where, 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 were you sitting the, where were you sitting exactly? In the trunk? Sorry. That sounds, no, not, that's, 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 that sounds very uncomfortable, Jordan, but go oh ahead. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no, not in the trunk. I'm sorry. In the back seat of the car. Um, yeah, so we were watching the movie, and I fell asleep because I was, you know, I was like, what, four years old when I saw it? And uh, my brother remembers it. He remembers seeing this movie, and uh, my aunt, she didn't want him to, to be scared. So she kept saying, oh, no, it's just puppets. It's okay. Don't worry. It's, it's, just, it's just a movie. They're just puppets. And he's like, okay, I know, I know. But, you know, we were four years old. So, you know, Jurassic Park is easily in my top 10 greatest movies of all time directed by the magnificent the greatest director of all time steven spielberg this movie is perfection what about you chris what are your opinions on the original jurassic park film i'll start by saying that i did not see jurassic park as a kid i didn't watch jurassic park for the first time until i was in college yeah and it's it's not because i didn't like it i just wasn't exposed to it. My parents weren't against it. I just never watched as a kid. It wasn't something that interests me when I was younger, which is weird because most kids like dinosaurs. Like I love dinosaurs, uh, but for some reason I just didn't. Really, I couldn't really get into Jurassic Park. 
watching it as an adult, it's a great movie, right? It's it's not on my top 10, but it's a fun movie to watch. Um, I'm I'm like looking at your face to see what your reaction when I say this is because I feel like I'm throwing daggers at your heart this week. Uh, but I will say like it's it's a it's a great movie, right? It's a fun movie. Uh, it it did make me smile. It was it's it's an all around. Um, it's action packed, right? It's a good family movie for its time. Those special effects were re- insane. Like the the uh, given the the majority of them, I think almost not all were were puppets. Uh, I know there were a few that were done by CGI, but for the most part, they used animatronics. Uh, so my first impression is it's a great movie. Uh, definitely has replay value. I, I just don't know if I love it as much as you do. Yeah, I, I think for good reason, because, you know, you saw this movie, um, you were late to the party when it comes to this film. So that's that's completely understandable. But yeah, but for me, man, like, dude. I I love everything about this film. It's like it's funny because last week you're all about Karate Kid. I'm like, yeah, I liked it. It was good, but it's so funny now. It's in reverse. But yeah, uh, dude, this I don't know if you noticed, but this is the movie that pretty much influenced George Lucas to make the Star Wars prequels because these movies are the special effects are are masterful for what they are i mean obviously some of the cgi is a little bit questionable because obviously we have better cgi today but you know that one sequence where we have the t-rex entering for the first time and you know he's growling and snarling and and i don't know if that was cgi or animatronics but even still to this very day i i'm astonished by it it's it's amazing i i I think it's mainly the close-up shots when we have that one scene where we have Sam Neill and a little teenage girl when he covers her mouth. He goes, don't move. They can't see if they don't move. It, who knows if that's accurate or not, if dinosaurs can't see humans if they don't move in, in uh, when the, when we're closed up. Who knows? We'll, we'll go but, with uh, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fine. It's fine for the movie. But, bro, th- th- the, the animatronics are incredible, especially the scene with the, tri- uh, with the Triceratops. Dude, that is inc- honestly even still to this very day. It reminds me of when we watched the original Star Wars films. It reminds me of how incredible the like Jabba the Hutt sequence, like the, the special effects in these movies are masterful. But yeah, for good reason. It's okay if you didn't love this movie as much as I did. That, that that's it's okay. Film is subjective, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know, I'm glad you liked it. But dude, this movie holds a special place in my heart, and I didn't have to rent this movie because I own it on digital. Industrialist John Hammond created an animal theme park on an island called Isla Nublar in Costa Rica titled Jurassic Park, an attraction for audiences to visit cloned dinosaurs for commercial purposes. The park's investors demand to visit after a horrific death of a dinosaur handler being killed by a velociraptor. Hammond's lawyer Donald Gerardo invites mathematician and chaos theorist Dr. Ian Malcolm, while Hammond invites paleobotanist Dr. Ali Statler and paleontologist Dr. Alan Grant. After being astonished for the first time witnessing a Brontosaurus, Dr. Ian, Ellie, and Alan learn that these dinosaurs have been cloned from prehistoric mosquitoes that sucked blood from dinosaurs 65 million years ago. So it's funny. So like, don't get me wrong. I, I thought this movie was wonderful. I own this movie. Too. I have it on iTunes. I, I was really, I, I own all three of the originals on iTunes. Uh, some would say that maybe only the first one's worth it, uh, but it, which I would agree with in that case. But the first one is, is, a, is a great movie. The character dynamics are incredible. Uh, it's a great story. And this is something that, you know, whenever I watch a movie, I think to myself, especially for a fiction film, 
is this something that based on the facts of the movie that that could be could be real and think like just in the in a very basic form i think this is a story that could be plausible to actually happen right with especially where science is now uh we've already seen that there there's cloning technology out there it's not as rapid as you know i think some people would like it to be but it's not inconceivable to think that someone couldn't clone a dinosaur using amber right i think just just that 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 idea is plausible makes this movie really good yeah that was beautifully said you're absolutely right dude you 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 uh that you hit nail on the coffin with that one but dude um yeah you know it's funny like when you mentioned the sequels uh dude i hate the lost world jurassic park that movie's atrocious bro i am so after i watched uh the original and then after i watched jurassic world I try, you know, like I had some time, so I try. I I started watching Lost World. I got maybe like twenty minutes in. I'm like, no, this is trash. Um, I, I think I had like a th- forty three on Rotten Tomatoes, or some something like that. Uh, but yeah, the movie was not good. So I do want to address some things with you. Uh, so there's a particular scene that it's 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 famous. I, don't, I wouldn't say famous, but it it caught my eye. So there's a scene where after the power shut down, um. You know, Doctor Grant and the kids are climbing a fence. It's it's the the electrified fence. Now at this point, we we've seen that that fence has ten thousand volts. Now whether ten thousand volts could keep in a T Rex is a whole other conversation. But we do see that during the climb, the Timmy, I think his, his name is the boy. He's he's like afraid to jump off the fence, and they're also simultaneously powering up everything back into the park. Right, so there's power coming back. Now, suddenly, they're counting down, and the idea is that after three, the kid's going to jump. At three, the, the fence gets live again, and the kid gets, gets electrocuted. Now, there is no way in hell that kid would have should have survived. 10,000 volts? Like, I, I get it's a movie, and, like, they're not going to kill off a kid, but 10,000 volts. Like, that kid should have died. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so glad you brought that up because, uh, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, it's it's still a great scene, but it's a bit distracting, especially watching this recently. Because yes, that kid should have instantly died. But I'm glad you brought this up because I was gonna ask you something. Uh, I was gonna ask you a question about that scene because when my parents, when I was when I while I was sleeping in the back, not the trunk, when I was sleeping in the back, um, my parents said that uh, when they watched that sequence, when uh. Dr. Ellie Statler, when she was running and she was being chased by the uh, raptor, and then she closes the gate and it says, like, warning, like 10,000 volts. Shouldn't she have gotten electrocuted? Because she turned that up, she turned on those switches, and then when she closed the gate, shouldn't she have been shocked? No? Am I, am I, miss, am I missing something? Is this when she first runs in to. To give her in perspective, there's a scene where she's, I'm assuming this is the one you're talking about, when she's in the jungle with the guy with the gun who, like, to be fair, has a very epic death when the when the raptors, like, come from his, from his side. He's a like, clever girl. That's probably clever my favorite girl. line. Clever that is girl. probably my favorite line in the whole film. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, there's this, during that, when that happens, uh, Dr. Sadler is running to a building that, that has all of the uh, the circuit breakers to power the, power, uh, to power the, the park back on. So I guess, are, are you talking about the scene where she just makes it into the building or when she's already downstairs? Because I don't remember that part. I'm talking about the scene when she uh, 
I think it's right after she turns all the switches on and then Timmy gets electrocuted. And then after that, she's really excited. She's like, we're back in business. And then the raptor comes out and then the raptor chases her. And then she closes the gate. And as she's closing the gate, because my aunt noticed it. If, 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 my, if my aunt Titi is listening to this, I hope, because she mentioned this to my mother years ago when they saw this in the movie theater. And she said, when she closes that gate, the gate says high voltage. So I'm like, wait a minute. Like, shouldn't, am I missing something? That shouldn't, have she been electrocuted? In that case, I would, you, you would be right. Um, I don't remember that particular scene, but if you're telling me that the door had a sign on it and the power is back on, the answer is yes. Uh, so anyone listening to this, if you know what Jordan's talk about, talking about uh, and you have a comment or you have an opinion or whatever, uh, leave a comment. You know, we post a picture for every episode and, Happy to have the conversation. But yeah, I mean, what based on what you said, yeah, I would assume that she probably should have been killed. But plot armor, they're not going to kill off a main character. True. But that's the thing. But th- that that's the thing, because it's like, dude, she literally took her hand on the gate and closed the door after she turned the power grid on. I'm like, wait a minute. If sh- if that power is on, she should have been electrocuted. She at least got to get, you know, she should at least gotten uh, some sort of a shock. Nothing. Maybe, and I think maybe- that. Maybe it's because Timmy got the entire shock. That kid got ten thousand volts, fell off, fell off the 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 fence, survived somehow. Um, I gotta say though, I had a bit of a crush on Doctor Sadler. Like, oh, she's she's very attractive. She's, she's very attractive, <laughs> and strong females are, are very attractive to me. And she's uh, very much an alpha. Uh, there's that one scene with her and um, uh, John Hammond towards the end where like. They're deciding who's who's gonna go out, and then he goes, "Maybe I should go." And she's like, "Why?" He goes, "Well, you're and I'm." And she's like, "Maybe we can have the whole uh, sex conversation after this." I think that's that's a, that was a pretty pretty badass scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I thought Dr. Ellie Statler was great. Um, I loved Dr. Alan Grant, played by uh, uh I think he's knighted Sir Sam Neill, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Sam Neill, he was great. One of my favorite uh facts about uh, the character is I love how. He's kind of a douche because he hates kids, but I loved how he gets a chance to engage with, with these children, especially that, dude, that whole sequence and when the T-Rex comes for the first time. I'm sorry. That's one of the most frightening image, image images I've ever seen in my life. Just hearing those kids scream when, you know, they, 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 t- they turn on the flashlight, they put the flashlight up, and then all of a sudden that that freaking T-Rex is slamming its claws and yelling and screaming. It's it's done inc- masterfully well. I don't know how the hell Steven Spielberg did it. And uh, I, I loved when, uh, you know, uh, Timmy gets stuck into the tr- in, in, in the uh, tree and they have to save him. Everything everything about this whole 10-minute sequence is, is mind-blowingly amazing. I love it. Do you ever watch movies like me and watch movies like this and, like, scream after tv like there's that one there is there, during the scene where the kids are in the car with the flashlight i'm like turn off the flashlight what are you doing and why did she turn the, it on i have i have no maybe she's like trying to like i don't know who knows because you know to be fair she has she she's not in the same car uh as uh you know dr alan grant so she doesn't she doesn't really know what's going on but she turned she turned on turned on the flashlight and at this point we know that dinosaurs or at least the t-rex uh is supposedly blind uh but can see motion so i'm screaming at my tv the entire time and this girl's like flashing a flashlight and then even after her brother's like put it away she's just waving i mean i'm like at least point it down so that no one you can't see it. it's not like a like a like a strobe light 
And then to your point, the the, uh, the T-Rex just comes crashing on top of the car. That's another situation where those kids should have died. There's no way those kids should have survived that scene. But again, plot armor. Uh, but it is it is an epic. That whole scene is is phenomenal. Oh, I love it, dude. It's it's just so it still terrifies the hell out of me. And I've seen this movie thousands of times. And every time I get to that scene, it feels like I've never seen this movie in my entire life. Like it feels that's the thing. It has so much replay value. And that's how you know a movie's for me, that's how you know a movie is so well done when you watch a movie for so many times, for so many, many, many years, and you can rewatch it and it feels like you're watching it for the very first time. And it's, dude, this is a movie that I want to rewatch in the movie theater because I didn't get a chance to experience that because I was asleep. But, dude, I, I would love to watch this movie on the big screen. I can't imagine seeing this on the big screen. This would have been just what a treat it would have been. Seriously. Imagine watching in like IMAX back then. How crazy oh. that would have been. Oh, incredible. Um, you know, you know who steals the show for me is definitely Jeff Goldblum. He's grace being Jeff so Goldblum. Hilarious. I love that man. He's <laughs> hilarious. Like every, oh, word out of, every word out of his mouth is a joke, but it's like perfectly timed. It's not over the top. It's not annoying. It's just, it's a, it's a, he's such a good character. <laughs> he's incredible. You, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Oh, dude, that, 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 um, that lawyer, that freaking, oh, he ran, he, honestly, his reaction when he sees that T-Rex for the first time, he just leaves. And then they hear the teenage girl, um, I, I can't remember her name, but she goes, he left us. He left us. I was just like, oh my God, this is freaking scary. And then like that scene. <laughs> and you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> to be fair, like that, that lawyer probably was like the smartest out of all of them at first. Cause you're like, yeah, he's the only one smart enough to run. Even though you know, like, he's probably going to die, and it's probably not a smart idea to run away from a dinosaur like that. But at least his first instinct is to get away from there. The rest of them are just, are just chilling, just saying, oh, let's just see what happens. No, but my man is, like, trying to hide. He's in a stall, and, yeah, that, that that's actually a pretty satisfying death, though, when, like, he just gets just gets eaten when he's on the toilet. That bathroom stall scene was... I don't know how the hell they did that, but honestly, for the first... When I first, like watch that for the first time i'm like oh my god what 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 is the rating for this movie like that dinosaur just freaking takes a huge bite like he's biting a freaking big mac and just freaking <laughs> he just i i wish like people could see my head but i'm just going back and forth and just nodding his head back and forth and twirling his whole body it was just incredibly it was frightening such a scary scary scene and then the scene, I forgot the, I forgot his name in the movie, but he's uh, the guy who plays Newman on uh, Seinfeld. Um, he, he he plays like the kind of a bad guy. He's a hacker that like ch- is trying to get uh, trying to get paid. So he's like in the process of stealing dinosaur embryos. But one of the funniest scenes is like really when he dies, uh, when he gets like stuck on that river, that like kind of small um, waterfall and like falls down. He sees that dinosaur that like looks all cute. And he's like, what are you doing, buddy? Those are sick. The guy, the dinosaur, just looking him straight in the face, and then you realize that the dinosaur he has come up, he has come up against, uh, is deadly because it spits out this like acid that pretty much just like can paralyze you. So, at first, you think he gets away, right? He gets spit in the face with his acid. He gets into the jeep. Like, All right, maybe he's safe. Nope, little dinosaur's waiting inside and just eats him up. It's a great scene, <laughs> dude. That is, yeah, yeah. He's uh, I think the name of the character. His name is Dennis. Yeah, he's a terrible terrible person but yeah he's newman from seinfeld uh obviously but uh wayne knight does a great job playing his character and he's a horrible person because i i forgot how much he gets paid for each 
uh, can. Uh, he gets, I think, in total, he gets paid like like a million dollars, like in total for for uh, hacking. Yeah, it's it's like per embryo. Yeah, per embryo. Yeah, it was, uh, dude. Is he was such a horrible person? But dude, that whole sequence when he goes, "I'm gonna run you over when I," he's, like, "I'm gonna run you over with my car," or something like. I remember the line that he says. He said, like, "I'm gonna run you over." He's like, "I'm gonna run you when I run over when, when, when I come back." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's horrible. He's so good. But dude, but whenever once he, he the, the dinosaur spits that acid or that poison in his eyes, and then. Honestly, for a moment, I really want him to get away. I really want him to survive. I don't know why. Even though he was a horrible person, I really thought, come on, Newman, you, you got to get out of the situation. And then, dude, he thought he's he thought he was home free. He closes that car door. He's like, and he's so relieved. He just takes a deep breath. He's like, oh. and all of a sudden you hear that. And you see the car just. <laughs> when he first gets like spit in the face, uh, it hits him like on the cheek. It doesn't hit him, hit him in the eye yet. He doesn't react in the way I thought he would. Like, you just got spit in the face with acid. <laughs> and he's just, like, wiping it off like it's, like, toothpaste. And it is not until the dinosaur spits in his eyes where you start to see, like, he starts to feel it. Um, so maybe that that's the only way for it to be effective. I don't know. But it was just – I was kind of just confused by why the first spit of acid did nothing except, like, get all over him. And then the second spit is actually what blinded him to a point where he was he was dinner. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember. I think if I'm not mistaken, when he spits out that acid, it I don't know if it's acid, but whatever it was, it, it, it's obviously very painful. But I it, I think it landed like right on his chest area, and he picks it up like goo. Yeah, to, you just reminded me. So it's not acid. It's it it just paralyzes you. So it doesn't actually like burn you. It paralyzes you. So like then like you really can't move. So you thank you for reminding me. Um, but yeah, I, I I saw it land on his shirt, but it also landed like on his cheek. And then he like wipes it off, and then he gets then he gets in, in the eyes, and that's when he starts to go like oh he starts to scream, um, but then he starts to wipe it off his eyes, and that's when he gets back into the truck. So I'm just like, what effect does this stuff actually have? But you don't really get a chance to see it work because he gets eaten right like pretty quickly after that. Yeah, because I'm not too sure if it blinds him or if it, you say it paralyzes him, but like it got in his eyes, and hearing him scream, hearing Newman, Newman scream like that was was uh, petrifying, and. Um, yeah, and then oh yeah, and then he since he can't see, he hits his head on top of the on top of the uh, the door, and then his his million dollars that that uh whatever the uh, the embryos it, it, it leaves his jacket, and then it just pours all over the freaking pond or whatever. That was just that was I, I, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh my god, this is so sad to watch. But he's a dick. He 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 deserved yeah, it. And like I when I saw the scene when you see the uh, the the can of with the embryos falling into the mud and whatnot, my first thought was like, you could probably make a sequel off of, off of that. Like what happened to that can? That's just like, it's just lost on the island. Like there are embryos in that can. And if what Dr. Malcolm says about life finding a way, in theory, like what's gonna, what happened to those embryos, right? That's, that's something I want to know. Like I would definitely want to watch a movie on that with some sort of follow-up. But, um, you know, so... I know this may be hard for you, but did you have any cons? Dude, I was I was struggling so hard to figure out something negative. The only thing I could think of off the top of my head is uh besides Newman, he was the only villain of the story. Um and the T-Rex, I guess. Well, sort of not. He was kind of like the hero in the end, uh the T-Rex. You know what? Even though I mean we wouldn't have a movie, but 
what made him think this was a good idea to, to have a theme park for dinosaurs? Like, did you really think this would have been profitable? This is horrible. I think one of the best lines he actually says is like, I think when they, when he, um, I forget what, what they tell him, but it's definitely not good news. And then he goes, uh, why didn't I build in Orlando? I'm like, could you imagine if this man built a dinosaur theme park in Orlando, Florida? If anything, he 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 picked or he made he made the right decision by going with uh, an island off of Costa Rica. Like, I, I don't I think it would have been a lot worse if this was just a a theme park that was based in Florida where there's people. Uh, but and that's that's the other thing. Like they, I know that the idea was that the park was was supposed to be for everyone, not just rich people, but the flight alone isn't cheap to get you like to Costa Rica and then getting into like had the park and then like, where are you going to stay? Like, and like, I'm thinking about all the money behind this and how much it would cost to go to Jurassic park. Not so much the de- the deaths, even though that's probably more important, but yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of negatives. I didn't really have any except for like, you know, the, the 10,000 volt fence was, was my biggest con. Like that's to me, was unbelievable. But if that's the only thing I can think of, to your point, this movie is phenomenal. You know, you know, it was funny. Um, since you brought that up, that that scene again with uh, when Timmy got electrocuted. You know what? I, I've seen this movie a million times, and obviously, when uh that scene where he's holding onto the fence and he goes, "I'm going to count to three: one, two, three, Right? So I didn't. I don't know how I. I just. I'm just noticing this for the first time. So he he counts. He goes one, two, bzz, and then when uh Sam Neo uh not brings him back to life, but, you know, gives him oxygen and then he starts coughing. And then I just noticed Timmy goes three when, when he's like, I didn't realize that he says three when, when he starts coughing. And then I, I just noticed that for the first time. I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize he said that. Like, well, well yeah, I, I did not realize that when Sam Neill is, is giving him um, CPR and then he's like, no, Tim. And he's, you know, doing a CPR and he goes, <laughs> he's coughing and he goes three. I'm like, oh wow! How did I not? I've seen this movie a million times, and I'm just noticing this for the first time. I I love the ending where the T Rex comes out of nowhere. Like those, the rat. So it's, it's a, to kind of put it together, uh, our heroes are in the visitor center of Jurassic Park, and they are surrounded by Velociraptors, who are super intelligent, right? And they're about to get eaten when the T Rex comes out of nowhere and just like bites one of the the velociraptors on the on its side and it's kind of throws against the wall and it's very clear the t-rex is going to win this fight but one of my favorite like shots is towards right towards the end of that scene where the t-rex is like screaming and you see the sign fall down like that whole that like the way they pictured that is so epic it's incredible you know it's funny uh my mother told me when she saw this movie in the theater uh they, they they were in shock. They're like, oh, my God, our heroes are going to die. These raptors are going to freaking eat our heroes alive. And all of a sudden, when the T-Rex shows up, the C-Rex pretty much saved their life. And the, and the look on their face, that, 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 that frame, when you see Sam Neill's face, and he's just, he's so, and she's flabbergasted by the whole thing. He, he couldn't believe it. He's like, this mother effer saved our lives. It's, it's an incredible, and, and then my mother told me that everybody was clapping. When a T-Rex came out of That's nowhere. Awesome. Like, could you imagine watching that for the first time in the theater and everyone's cheering? The, the, the T-Rex saved their lives. And then, they, yeah, I love that frame when it says, uh, I think the the uh, the sign says, when dinosaurs ruled the earth. I think that's what it says. It's like, it's, it's great irony because you have, it, it ends with just that one sign coming down and all the humans are leaving the island. And now those dinosaurs are still going to technically rule the island. So... 
you know, life really does find the way. Yeah, it's it's all honestly the little things matter, especially that that is one of the greatest movie shots in film history especially for i think that might be my favorite shot when the dinosaur is just the the t-rex just screaming and then you see the the sign fall it's it's beautiful imagery i i love this i mean i I can't i keep repeating kicking a dead horse i I freaking love this film love it well i i want to see uh if, if that love translates to kind of wrap this this section up I mean, I think we both agree this movie's great. Um, you obviously love it more than I do. Uh, I'm not saying I don't I don't love it, but it's it's just not like on my list of films. Can I watch it over and over? Yeah, it's a great movie. But next, we're going to be talking about Jurassic World. Uh, but before that, we are going to take a small little break and hear from word from our sponsors. But keep it locked in here on the reboot rewind. Is your company's IT relationship complicated? Well, the team at Advisory Solutions can help. Advisory believes that IT strategy is business strategy. And with over 15 years of experience, whether you're looking for help on a project or full-on IT managed services, Advisory is your one-stop shop. To learn more, visit www.advisory.nyc or email getintouch at advisory.nyc. And welcome back to the Reboot Rewind. We spent the first half talking about Jurassic Park, and now we've moved on to Jurassic World. Came out in 2015. Uh, I will give some movie facts, and then I'll throw it back to Jordan for some first impressions. So Jurassic World, again, came out in 2015. Uh, 2015. Is directed by Colin Trevorrow, produced by Frank Marshall and Patrick Crowley, screenplay by Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silver, Derek Connolly, and Colin Trevorrow. It stars Chris Pratt as Owen Grady, Bryce Dallas Howard, my future ex-wife, as Claire Deering, Ty Simpkins as Gray Mitchell, and Nick Robinson as Zach Mitchell. Now, Jordan, Jurassic World, take us away. This is my first time really seeing a Jurassic park film in the theater for the first time when i first saw it with my family you know we had we had fun with it we liked it we say hey this was this was a fun time in the movies um this movie is not great it's i i'm glad i watched it again for the review i had fun like yeah this is okay it was it was it was it's a enjoyable film for what it is listen if you're going into this movie expecting great masterful incredible storytelling you know great dialogue great characters if you're expecting this movie to be on the same level as jurassic park you are you you are going to think this movie is trash in my opinion i could be totally wrong but i'm, I'm for someone who's a, a, a huge huge fan of the original hates the second one likes the third one hey listen i like the third movie i know people look at me like i'm crazy it's not great but i, I do i do i like it better than the second one for sure i agree yeah Jurassic Park three is fun. It's 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 good. It's okay. I I, I like Jurassic Park three. This one isn't. It's, it's on probably on the same level as Jurassic Park three. I like it. I don't love it. Um. Yeah. It's it's not phenomenal. But it's 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 okay. It's 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 not. It's it's okay. It's, it's not nothing phenomenal or anything like that. I I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend this movie to like hardcore fans. Of the original. I'm like, hey, dude, man, you might be disappointed. I say you can give it a go if you want, but honestly, I think you might be disappointed with this film because it's not phenomenal. Like like everyone loves the original film, so it's it's okay. Uh, what about you, Chris? What are your thoughts on the fourth installment of the Jurassic Park franchise? I really enjoyed it, honestly. Um, I, I wouldn't say that it's better than the original because it's not. Uh, but 
as a film taking it away from it being part of a franchise, I thought it was a lot of fun, right? I thought that they were able to uh, respect the old while bringing in the new of Jurassic World. Uh, it was really cool to just see, you know, after seeing after it had been it had been twenty years since the original Jurassic Park came out, and seeing the logos, seeing that island, even though I'm pretty sure it's the same island, it, it it was really it was fun, right? It was cool seeing the dinosaurs again. You know, I I wish they had brought they had brought back more of the original characters. Like BD Wong comes back as a scientist, that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was fine, right? I, I didn't. It again it was not better than, than the original, uh, but. I enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, nice, full of action. Uh, I love Bryce Dallas Howard in this. I think she's great. Chris Pratt's great. Yeah, I, I had fun with it. That's my, that's really my my initial impression. Yeah, I uh, I'm glad I, I watched it. I, I the kids were okay. You know, the the, the the kids were average. I think that that young kid. I think he was in Iron Man three, if I'm not mistaken. But I got to be honest. I I thought Vincent D'Onofrio was terrible in this movie. They, they, oh my God, Vincent D'Onofrio, for those you don't know, Vincent D'Onofrio, he's best known today as Kingpin in the Netflix Daredevil series, and he's amazing in it. He was also in Men in Black. He's the guy that uh, got, yeah, he's the roach guy. Yeah, the, the roach went inside of his body. I didn't realize that for a long time, and he was also in Adventures in Babysitting as parenthetically thor and he was ripped he was jacked he was in great shape vincent d'onofrio is an incredible actor and this is a great example of you can have you can it doesn't matter how many great actors you can put in a movie if you if the, the if the character's not written well you're gonna it's it's the, the actor can only do so much you could you can't even listen Arguably, one of the greatest actors of all time is Daniel Day-Lewis, right? The man is like, what, four-time Academy Award actor? You put him in that role, he the dialogue's still the same. He, he can do so much to give such a great performance. And I was so disappointed the way they handled him. I still love Vincent D'Onofrio as an actor. I, I'm still not going to be like, oh my God, well, I'm never going to watch Vincent D'Onofrio movies ever again. No, no, no. Of course not. But yeah, they butchered his character tremendously uh, every time. He spoke any ounce of dialogue. I, to me, I was just hearing science fiction mumbo jumbo. I know you guys heard that in the past. Yeah. Um, I did not like him at all. He was probably the weakest link in this movie. Yeah, obviously, Chris Pratt was obviously being Chris Pratt. He's great, and it works for movies like Guardians of the Galaxy and so forth. Um, I liked him. I I, I actually also, – yeah, I do like Bryce Dallas Howard in this movie. She was very funny, surprisingly. Um <laughs> even though it was great to see her running in heels she does an excellent job running in heels by the way now I, I was gonna bring that up too like that was for me that was that for me was like the the electric fence moment like this woman is running in heels and at this point she has been through a lot it's not like she just this isn't the beginning of the movie this is like act three when she's running with heels on like she's been through the the jungles at this point, she's pretty roughed up. Yet her heels are still perfectly in shape, and she's able to run across the the park with no issue. That to me was kind of strange. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like put that aside for a second. Did you catch any Easter? I caught a few Easter eggs in this in this film. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the the sequence when the kids go inside the old Jurassic Park museum. Uh, I thought that was great with the goggles. I've noticed that in the movie. Theater. I was oh that that's the goggles from the. Uh, from the first movie, I also noticed obviously the Jurassic Park car, uh, the Jeep. What else? There was a few. I'm glad they kept the same music. Yeah, that was great. 
Yeah, I, I've noticed subtle Easter eggs. But were there any more that um that I'm not mentioning? Yeah. So the the first one I saw was I don't know if there's a scene on the monorail when they're first coming to the park when the door is open and all the kids are like rushed in the front of the monorail. If you it's like right before that, but if you look closely, there's a woman reading a book and it's like right in the corner and the the face on the book is actually Dr. Malcolm. Get out of here. I did not I did not notice that. Yeah, if you ever watch it again, uh just like pay attention to there's a woman in like the one like the front seat with a white book and on the back of the book is a picture of Dr. Dr. Malcolm. I also saw the DNA anim- animation from the first film was was brought back. That was kind of cool. I'm glad you um, mentioned that. The yeah. unkept workspace <laughs> reference was brought back. So uh Dennis Dennis's character in the first film had a very very disgusting like desk workspace and in this film there's a, a new character who's who's not bad he's just like an analyst uh with a similar situation he has a really unkept workspace and Bryce Dallas Howard's character is like can you clean this is a very unkept workspace so I just remembered that from the first film and then yeah the, the night vision goggles was, was pretty cool to watch to see those come back too Twenty-two years ago, after the original film, two brothers, Gray and Zach Mitchell, visit a dinosaur theme park on Isla Nublar titled Jurassic World. Their aunt, Claire Deering, works there as an operations manager. She assigns her assistant, Zara, to watch over the boys while she takes care of her own business for work. Former Navy veteran Owen Grady also works in Jurassic World. He trains velociraptors to explore their intelligence, but the head of security, Vic Hoskins, believes he can use these velociraptors as weapons. One of the good things I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit for this movie, I'm so glad that even though technically this is part four, technically, if you really think about it, because this is essentially in the same universe as the original three films, but they still isolated themselves. And because think about it, the only character that reprises his role is bd wong if you guys don't know who bd wong is he's in the beloved uh csi law and order uh svu it's just so funny because bd wong was such in a not even a minor role he's pretty much in a cameo in the first film as dr Wu or whatever but now since bd wong is bd wong everyone knows who he is they figured you know what let's bring him back and people will recognize him because they love him in law and order which is great it's it's it's, it's smart for marketing but yeah none of the original actors are there which is fine chris pratt still does a good job bryce dallas howard does a good job um even though she's a terrible aunt yeah she's and i love that scene when chris (laughs) chris pratt is like you don't know how old your nephews are and the look on her face is like don't judge me it's great it's so funny um her assistant zara is forgettable she's just there to die and that was a great scene by the way she has like one line in the entire. It's like when she calls Claire to say, "Oh, I, ha- I have your uh, your ne- your nephews or whatever." But yeah, she's forgettable. She has one line, um, and then she get that again. Her her death is also pretty satisfying, and I feel bad saying that because it's not like she's a bad character, but like I think because I had no connection connection to her, it was kind of cool seeing her get get you know killed by a dinosaur. Yeah, it was a great it was a great sequence. I mean, it was it was still pretty scary to watch. But um, I will admit this. Um, even though I will point out that I'm so glad they decided to isolate themselves and make a standalone. I mean, the story is very separate from the original three, which is fine. But I was in shock that they actually made a theme park like this is like Disney World. 
And it was great to see the kids interact with the dinosaurs, you know, right on the Triceratops is, I don't know if that's tri- Triceratops I, I don't know, how do you say Triceratops in plural, but that's another story, whatever. Um, I thought that was great. I, I thought that was really cool to see an actual theme park, even though I was like, wait a minute, did they not learn their lesson from the first three films? I thought it was cool that in this film, we got to see a functioning theme park. Like in the first three movies, uh, the park isn't open. It's only going like the first movie is going through testing. They're showing like a sneak peek to 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 uh, the, the two the two doctors. In this movie, it's a, the theme park's open. There's guests in the in the park, which I think adds an, like an additional level of suspense because you know, okay, great. There's there's people in this park now. It's not just this small group of scientists. There's thousands of people who could be injured, and to me, that just adds another level of danger. This movie wasn't as frightening as I was hoping it was going to be. Like, the first film was much darker. I don't mind the lighthearted, like, it was a little more lighthearted compared to the first, which is fine. I don't mind that. But I feel like every time the dinosaurs killed, you know, all the humans, I wasn't really scared, really. Except for that, I, 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 to me, I think it was like a minor throwback when you see the, um, the kids, they were riding that sphere. It's like a sphere. It was very different from the original three. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. I would applaud. I do applaud the filmmakers for making, try to make something very different from the first three. I, I think that for me, the biggest difference why it wasn't as scary as the original, if you want to call it that, uh, it's because the original, the majority of the movie takes, takes place at night, right? Like all, like they're they're outside at night for the most part of the film. Uh, in Jurassic World, it takes place mainly during the day. And it's not really until the end that we get to a night scene uh, where you see all the dinosaurs, where they have that like last final battle. But for the majority of the, of the movie, there it takes place during the day. So I think for me, like it because there's no like real nighttime aesthetic that takes away from the creepiness. Uh, again, it's not supposed to be a, a horror film, but I think when you have dinosaurs, there, there should be some level of anxiety or fear because like these are these are dinosaurs but the thing is yeah i'm so glad you pointed that out because watching that original film i i, I felt a sense of danger and fear anxiety as as you will call it you as you you know you're right but yeah i i do think having the movie take place in in daytime i think that did um you know, lighten it a little bit because, yeah, because near the third act, I was, a, I felt a little more a sense of danger because it was, you know, it took place in the evening. But yeah, throughout this whole entire film, I just felt like I just wanted a, to be a little more afraid, especially, in the, it doesn't have to be the most violent film in the world. It doesn't, you know, I don't want, you know, adding blood doesn't necessarily make your movie better because think about it, the original film had no blood and it was still scary because people think, people think if you make a movie R, that makes it, makes it better if you make it gorier that makes it better and that's not necessarily true but in this case i just wish i was you know i just felt a sense of fear ver- you know versus the original no for sure and like maybe it's easier to ask you this question with this movie but did you have any specific cons that like popped up in your head cons i mean i, I you know i did mention uh, i thought the whole bryce dallas howard you know running around with heels was a bit ridiculous uh like i said i i hated the way they handled vincent d'onofrio you know what some of the special effects i was like damn this is 2015 i listen i it's they they were fine but i guess because i watched them back to back and some of the cgi is better 
I guess. But some of it looked a bit cartoony. And I was like, come on, man. Like, I, I guess I just wanted a little bit more of the sense of realism. You know, I wanted some more close-ups with the uh, animatronics. But I don't know if there were any. I think there might have been animatronics. But that's only in the close-up scenes. But I don't know. I, I was a little bit disappointed with the CGI. Um, Yeah. I was very disappointed with that. I, I didn't love the special effects in this one. Uh, what about for you? I kind of wish we got to see more T-Rex, right? We don't really see T-Rex till the end. And I get it. The T-Rex was the the main dinosaur in the first film. And the T-Rex is arguably one of the most famous dinosaurs. You talk to any kid, the first dinosaur they're going to tell you is probably going to be a T-Rex. Uh, but I wish we got more of that, right? We we got we got a lot more of the that newer dinosaur, which was a combination of a raptor, a cuttlefish, uh, a, a frog, and some other animals that just made it almost impervious to being, you know, caught uh, in the park. But yeah, I just I wish there was some more T Rex. Um, I wish the characters were more. I wish I, I cared about them more, honestly. Like I I don't think that I got enough time, or there wasn't enough dialogue in the film where you establishes these characters as people you root for because in the original Jurassic Park towards the end you were rooting for them hard you were you were like re like really wanting uh Grant and all these people to survive in this one yeah you still want this to survive because it's 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 a good ending but I wasn't as, as invested in their lives in the second in Jurassic World as I was in Jurassic Park I, I'm still glad they did a pretty Solid job for a Jurassic Park film because, I mean, the last one, Part 3, came out in like 2001. And this one came out in 2015. So, now, you know, that's 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 a while for not having a Jurassic Park movie. And think about it. The reason why also this movie made over a billion dollars is because it felt refreshing to see dinosaurs again. Think about it. Besides Jurassic Park, what other film franchise has dinosaurs? Not many. And this felt very refreshing for the, uh, a new uh, audience to watch a new Jurassic Park movie. And I'm glad it's called Jurassic World. And even though it's part four, uh, I think calling it Jurassic World benefit the movie a bit because they're like, hmm, is this a pre uh, 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 is this a reboot or is it a sequel? And then when you watch the movie, you can tell, OK, it's it's a bit of a I would call this movie a soft reboot because it's in the same continuity of the original as the original film. But they still managed to make something a bit separate, you know. And I, I, I never saw the, uh, the sequel, uh, Fallen Kingdom, and they're making another one, which they're going to bring back Alan Grant, Ellie Statler, and Doctor Ian Malcolm. Yeah, I think it's called Jurassic uh, World Dominion. Very epic name for a movie, but I'm happy. I'm happy that they're bringing back some of the original characters. Now here's a question: uh, Does the reboot hold up? Um. Yeah, I think so. I, listen, I I, uh, I only saw it. This is my second time actually watching this movie from beginning to end. I had a great time watching it for what it is. I, listen, I mean, it's it's for me for a movie for me to hate a film. It's got to be like garbage, you know. For me, I, I had fun with this, and I'm a huge fan of the original film. But this is still a fun, enjoyable movie, and, and it was great in the theater. It was just great to see these dinosaurs ripping humans apart um yes um i think it does hold up for what it is it's definitely enjoyable um i i was i was still warn people and say hey listen don't go into this movie expecting this movie to be phenomenal because if you're expecting this movie to be or any say if you expect this movie to be on the exact same level as the original Jurassic park film you're gonna walk out very disappointed in my opinion i think a lot of people 
are going to feel that way if they're going into that movie that feeling that way. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it for what it was. Um, and I'm, I want to see the, the, uh, fifth movie, second Jurassic world film, whatever. I'm definitely going to watch that now. Um, what about for you? Uh, do you think this reboot holds up? Absolutely. I, I, I said it before. I think that this movie does a really good job at respecting what came before it and honoring Jurassic park. Uh, while telling its own story. Uh, and to be fair, the story is very similar to the original. The only biggest difference is that in, in the reboot, uh, there's people in the park. There's it's The park is open. It's an active park compared to the first one. Um, but the story is pretty much the same. You know, They think they have it under control. Then the dinosaurs find a way to, to live and all hell breaks loose. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was, it th- it was a, a great, solid movie. Um, I would definitely watched again i've seen the 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 i think it's called fallen kingdom um that one's okay i definitely want to see the third one when it comes out that one looks interesting me too man yeah um i was in shock i i thought you were gonna hate this movie um but yeah yeah dude it's, it's definitely a fun film it's it's yeah i i i'm i was watching again like you know what this is not as it's, it's actually better than i remember i i liked it the first time i was like oh wow this is not that bad but yeah Jur- jurassic world is definitely a fun movie not amazing but yeah, it, it's 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 all right. It's not bad. Jordan, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about clowns? I hate clowns. Clowns are the most terrifying uh, things in the world. I'm te- listen. Ever since I saw Poltergeist, I've been terrified of clowns. Terrified. All right. So you may not enjoy our, our next episode. We're talking about it next week. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so oh boy. it's it's gonna be interesting because the original is one movie, but it's two parts. The remake, it's two movies as two separate parts. Uh, so technically, we're watching three movies next for, for next week because it's but it's all relative. Um, I know you're not as excited for it. Um, I, I'm excited to talk about it with you next week. And hopefully, these movies don't give you nightmares. Uh, but yeah, it should be a fun conversation talking about clowns next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to watch uh, these movies in the daytime. But um. You're gonna be very. I think you might be very surprised, but um, I am obviously gonna say that for our next episode. But yeah, um, I had Chris. I had a lot of fun dissecting these two movies. The first one is a masterpiece, in my opinion. Second one is fourth film. Excuse me, was a lot of fun for what it is. Not amazing, but it's still. A, I had a good time. Yeah, dude, I had fun talking about Jurassic Park, man. This was this was a great episode. I love this. No, always, and I, I always again thank you for uh, always bringing the great conversation. But, you know, we're going to put these two films in our vaults. And uh, as always, we invite you to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We have a website, uh, RebootRewindPodcast.com. Instagram or Facebook, just a Reboot Rewind Podcast. Add us. Let's have a conversation. Uh, but until next week, we wish you all a safe and happy clown-free week. Jordan, I hope you have a clown-free week, at least for this week. And uh, we will see you on the next episode of the Reboot Rewind. Good night, everyone. Shoot <laughs> You've been listening to the Reboot Rewind podcast. To get in touch or suggest a reboot, send us an email at info at rebootrewindpodcast.com. That's info at rebootrewindpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.